Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I am your host, Dexter Stuckey. Guys, welcome to the show. I'm super excited about today's show. I have in the building with me today a filmmaker and a Penn State student, a fellow Penn State student, uh, Jake Mias. Did I get it right? Uh, yep. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah, Guys, I was practicing <laughs> on this last name. I have the phonetic spelling. I just wanted to make sure I got that right. Welcome to the show, Jake. Yep. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. As I mentioned, Jake is a filmmaker, so we're going to talk a lot about that. That is the industry that we're discussing today. Um, you know, I start every show off with a personal story. Today's personal story is how I met Jake. So a couple weeks ago, or months ago, actually, I went to um, do a live podcast of industry friends at Penn State. And it was an amazing time. It was great. I got to interview um, former Flyers players, um, Riley Colty. It was amazing. It was a really good time. Um, it was for their scholarship foundation, and they raised over $30,000 that day, which I think is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Um, as soon as I walked in, I met Jake. He was a part of like the welcoming committee, if you like, basically, right? Pretty much. So I walk <laughs> in, and then I'm introduced myself, and instantly we started having a conversation. He's like, you know, I make films, this and the third. I'm a student. I'm just volunteering here for the, for the day. And I'm like, uh... Can we have you on the show, please? <laughs> so one of the things that I do is, um, like I said, I tell a personal story if I know the person. But, like, you're somebody new. Like, I think this is this is our second time, like, meeting each other. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I want to play a little game with you just so I can get to know you better and so the audience can get to know you better. Yeah, cool. Okay, so uh, first question is, the film that you made is a horror movie. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so, like, I want to ask you a horror-related question. So what... What um, movie, 90s classic, would you choose? I Know What You Did Last Summer or Scream? Scream. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's, um, my, me personally, I yeah. think that's pretty iconic. Okay. I think everybody knows what Scream is. Even if you haven't seen it, they at least know what the mask looks like. But I feel like people know like um, the, the, the fisherman story from I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, personally, uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't know too much about it. I've heard of it, but I've, I've really, re- yeah. Like I'm, I was born in 98, so. You were born in 98? Yeah. Wait, so you weren't even born when I know what you did last <laughs> yeah. summer came out. <laughs> all right, we're going to put all out there. Yeah, sure. Do you yeah. know who Sarah Michelle Geller is? Yeah. Okay. Cause the reason I ask, cause she's like back in that time like she because she was in i know what you did last mm-hmm. summer she was in scream and she did buffy so she's like really into yeah, the, yeah. the genre were you always big into the horror genre um honestly no okay i just got into it i want to say about two years ago gotcha gotcha. Yeah. okay um yeah i used to always hate scary movies uh, <laughs> in particular chucky okay. oh my god i hated dolls when i was a kid i was convinced that my dolls could come to life Absolutely. and they were trying to kill me <laughs> and then uh one more question i had to ask you so i heard a rumor that when we were at the the live podcasting and the golf outing like the the penn state event that there was that you were the mascot um the nitty lion because <laughs> i i saw you we were talking we were around each other and then the next thing i know like you weren't there anymore so yeah well it's it's crazy because like i i left and then the line came yeah and then i come back and i was like wait where's the line i'm trying to find him (laughs) i'm just like huh that's really interesting so not exposing your superman secret there (laughs) (laughs) but if you you're from philadelphia uh upper darby upper darby Mm -hmm. if you had to rate like your worst i mean your favorite and least favorite philly mascot who would you say oh 
my worst and my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Philly fanatic. Yeah, I love I love the Philly yes. fanatic. That I, that mascot totally. <laughs> um, worst. Um, <clears throat> I would say. Damn, I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate. That's what they Choose wisely. I know. Oh God. Well, here's the thing. I'm not a big hockey fan. Okay. Honestly, so I and then. You know, they. I when did that mascot come out for that? I forget like, what it's called. Like um, gritty. It was like either, gritty. I think it was like last year. Yeah, it, last it, year. I got a lot of popularity, yeah, which quickly. I can totally respect. Um, but the design, I'm just not <laughs> super crazy about. I guess, like the Philly fanatic. It's like, I don't know. It's very original. I think. You know, honestly, for me, it's it's the Franklin thing. I just don't get it. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Like the Sixers mascot, it just is just. What is it? Like, I don't get it. I get it's like a dog, but, like, I don't understand, like, the relevancy of that with the Sixers. That's yeah. Gritty, I like. I think it's cool. Yeah, I, it's definitely different. Yeah. I, I will say that, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I feel like I got to know you a little bit better. Okay, good. Now, <laughs> now like, from the beginning, like you said, you, you got into filmmaking or the horror genre two years ago. How yeah. long have you been into filmmaking? Oh, God. Um... A year, maybe. Okay. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say that. So here's the thing. I, I used to make short films, and I put them on YouTube. Don't ask me what they were. Okay. I will never tell you <laughs> the names of these films. They're just going to rest in peace in the dead of YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I used to make short films, um, and then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I think I can do something way better than this. So let me focus all my efforts to making an actual movie wow okay and what i did was i used something from my past to you know i guess inspire me Mm -hmm. and that's when i came up with this movie called the humming boy what did you use so when i was a kid Mm -hmm. um and i used to go camping with my dad and my uncle um they made up this monster called the humming boy okay and this is original oh yeah no this is this is all this happened when i was a kid um and so what my dad used to do is in the middle of the night when my cousins and I were just sleeping in the tent, we would hear humming out in the woods. And then my uncle and my dad, they would start banging on the tent, yeah. making crazy noises. <laughs> my cousins and I would freak out. We would be freaking out, um, scared out of our minds. So, you know, fast forward, uh, what, like 15 mm-hmm. years later, I'm just like, you know what, let me use that experience for something positive. I feel like you owe your dad, your uncle, because it's some producer credits here. Like they put the work. Oh in no, here definitely. They, 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 yeah, that that totally came from them. I don't even know where they got that from. They just. But that's creativity too, though. Like, and I think oh, yeah. that's something that's like really lacking in today's like like film scene. Like, like a lot of people are just doing remakes or like mm-hmm. um like the, like a live action of something right. that we and already know. That's about. what everyone's saying. That yeah. Hollywood is just running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. And you know, me, I'm just like, you know what, I think. I you know I used to have this mindset of like before I became an actor before I came a film became a filmmaker I had this mindset of well first of all I wasn't confident at mm-hmm. all myself but then when I did get the confidence I was like it changed from why me to why not me well okay and I think that anyone can do this as long as they have that creativity you know everyone has an original story everyone has life experiences everyone has you know something that they they have conversation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know. No, I agree with it. When you say you didn't have, like, the confidence, was that, like, a self-confidence thing or in the filmmaking ability? To me, it was like, I don't like to do things unless I know I'm going to succeed. 
and that was always my problem as a kid. <laughs> One of my problems. I think just I, I didn't want to do anything unless I thought, okay, I have a good chance. I, I, I can do this. Just taking that step in this area of just riskiness mm-hmm. was not my thing. I like to stay in my bubble of stuff that I knew, stuff that I was, you know, supported by. You know, my parents, they were big into education. Um, they both work for schools. So I stuck to stuff that they knew and I knew that they could help me with. Yeah. So this is like totally out on a limb. They, they're not into any – I mean my dad was – he was in the creative field, but I mean he works for a school now. So it's sense. not yep. really like prevalent in his life anymore. Yeah. It, um, it's funny you said that because like it, it sounds very Generation Y-ish. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where people are like I want to do things that I know I'm going to succeed with, which is like how I am too mm-hmm. as a millennial. Like I, I – that's, I, I don't want to just do something just to do it. Like, if I do it, I want it to mean something, and I want to know that it's going to be successful. Right. But I think what is admirable about what you're doing is that, like, you don't know if it'll succeed, but you <laughs> yeah. know that, like, this is something that you're good at, something that you wanted to do, and you tried it, which I think is, like, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I totally went out on the skinniest little branch, <laughs> <laughs> putting in all my money into this, like, finding people who would be just as dedicated um, well, here's the thing. Now, no one's going to be just as dedicated as you are to your, your own project. project. Yeah. However, the amount of support that I've gotten from everyone in my life is just, it's unreal. And that's super necessary, too. Absolutely. I could not have done this without everyone a part of my life. Yeah. In some way, whether it was good or bad, mm-hmm. every experience led me to who I am today in this moment making this movie. You know, I, I started making this movie when... Um, you know, I was just like literally a year ago was when I started making this and I was in the darkest place of my life. One of the darkest places of my life. And I was like, you know what, Jake, if you're going to be depressed and you're going to sit in your room and you're just going to pretty much be numb to the world Mm -hmm. and everything going on, not have a job, just lay in bed, do nothing. I'm going to, I have to do something. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to write a script. And I don't know why the humming boy popped in my head. I just remembered it. And I was like, you know, why not? I'll, I'll make it. Yeah. So I started writing the script in July of, yeah, like July of last year. And then by, I want to say September, end of September, I started making The Humming Boy. Wow. Started, you know, filming it. And originally it was going to go on YouTube. Originally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make it another short film, mm-hmm. whatever. But when I got, when I when I stopped recording, had some time to edit it, I was like, you know what? This is like... Like, why am I not giving myself credit? Like, this can be something so much more than what it is. Yeah. Let's take it to that next level. So then I added a whole second part to the whole thing. And that's what I've been recording, uh, well, filming Yeah. since uh, we started in, like, February. And then we ended, ended in, I want to believe, April. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Now, I, I remember asking you before, because I'm really interested in this, too. I don't necessarily know if I could make a film. <laughs> but, like, when I was, I was talking to you about it, and I said, like what, are, like, what are you doing? Like, what does it mean that you're making a film? And, you're, and you laid it out. You're like, you know, I outline the scenes. I lead the conversations. I manage the marketing team. Mm-hmm. I organize timelines, deadlines, locations. I stay in communication with everyone. Yeah. I create. I rehearse with them. I write the scripts. Like, how do you have time to do all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and be a student. And be a student. And work. Yes. Um... Well, it's all about structure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and I just going to 
go out on record here. You know, you didn't hear this from me. Okay. But <laughs> I have horrible structure. Really? It I doesn't do. seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> but here's the thing. That's the thing about the creative field. What I love about it, and a lot of people will say differently, what I love about it is that there's not one way of doing things. Okay. You know, I can guarantee you that anyone from Hollywood looks at how I made this movie, almost anyone would be like, that is not how you make a movie. Okay. That is not what you're supposed to be doing. You should have done this first, and then you should have done this, and you should have... But the thing is, is that that's what, that's what makes this mine. Yes, yeah, This is, this yeah, is what sure. makes... This is my expression. Um, so there's not one way of just doing things, mm-hmm. and that's what's beautiful about the creative field. I think what you saying that, it's one of those things, because it's funny, because I want to ask you for advice for myself and for other people as well. <laughs> And I think something you just said, like, really sticks out to me is basically do it your way. Because at the end of the day, like, this is your first time doing it. It's trial and error. If you did it the same way another director did it, then it wouldn't be your, it wouldn't exactly. be your project. And I it, promise you, you do it some way, you know, some, you know, like someone else, how someone else did it. I guarantee you that it's not going to be as authentic. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a full self-expression of yourself. And that's this whole movie is a full self-expression. All the procrastination that I do, all the creativity that I have, <laughs> every aspect of this movie is me. Okay, totally all me. Um, and of course, my team who has helped me out a lot. So okay. now, yeah. in every episode, I always reiterate why I started this podcast, and the reason behind it is because I felt like. I, when I was getting into my field, I'd never had anybody say to me, Dexter, this is how you do it. Try this, try that, mm-hmm. talk to this person. I never had that. You just figured it out on your own. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, and, I, and I want people to not have to do that. Like, I want other people to have a vessel or have someone or yeah, something. A guideline. Yeah, to yeah, like look you. at at yeah. least to see, like, maybe if I tried it this way or if I did this or I did that or I knew this before, like, it'll help me. So if you could give advice to anybody, what would you say? Um... Or some tips or tricks or like. Um, I would say just, hmm, good question. I think that just do it your way. Mm-hmm. There and don't get caught up on the right way because at the end of the day, there is no right way. Okay. There's no right way of doing something. All it is is it's just a way of doing something. Um, everyone has their own way of doing something, you know. Um, and some people are more successful than others, but that's the beauty of it. You learn from it and you find a more, I guess, full self-expression of yourself mm-hmm. um, through the journey. Okay. Now, as far as like skill sets that a person should know, what would you say like they should learn before they try to like dive into this? Wow. Um, I, I don't see. I can't answer that because for me, I learned through me making this movie. Okay. I literally jumped into this with. I don't want to say zero knowledge. I mean, I did um, attend a acting class mm-hmm. before, um, but it was just acting. I'd never done anything filmmaking, nothing um, editing-wise or, you know, anything having any other aspect of movie making, mm-hmm. just acting. Um, so I just jumped into it. I figured it out on my own. I thought it could be easy. So for me, I made the most out of a situation, and that situation was – I don't have money <laughs> and I don't have expensive camera equipment. I don't have microphones. I don't have, I don't have these things mm-hmm. as most of the population doesn't who wants to go into movie sure. making. Yep, yep. So I just got creative with it. So what this horror movie is, it's a uh, found footage slash like, it's like an actual, 
I don't want to say like an actual movie. It, it is an actual movie, but it's like found footage, but it's also, it switches back and forth from a movie to the found footage. Okay. The first like, half. Um, yeah. Blair Witch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which by just, the way, I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's, <laughs> it, it's definitely, um, I think it's pretty ahead of its time. Okay. Um, and it's definitely original. Uh, and, but the thing is, is that what I liked about it, so like, you know, remember when I said that I filmed half of the movie uh, from September to like November? Yes. And then I like started again from like February mm-hmm. to April. So the first half was all found footage. So what I did was I recorded, it was like, it's like a modern day Blair Witch project. Okay. Pretty much. Um, for lack of better words. So what I used was iPhones. I used iPhones to record. To shoot the film? Yeah. So what the movie's about is these five college kids go to a house in the woods yeah, for I was gonna, vacation. I, I, was, I was actually about to jump the gun. <laughs> yeah. like, what's this movie about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, sorry to jump the gun on you. No, this is great. This is great. <laughs> yeah, so it's about five college kids who go to a house in the woods only to find out that they're not the only ones there, for lack of better words. Um, and... So what happens through the movie is it'll switch from this found footage to, like, these two paranormal investigators trying to figure out what happened. And that half of the movie is actual, like, shots. There's actual, um, what do you call, uh, the word, I just lost the word, Um, angles. They're they're shooting at different angles. It's like an actual, like, that's what I mean by actual Mm -hmm. movie, as camera angles. It's, like, actually recorded like a movie not like found footage so i made the found footage part first and then i was like you know what this can be so much better and then i did the second yeah how did you what made you say like this could be so much better i just i looked at it and i was like you know i i put so much work and time and effort into this and i was like why would i just do all this just mm-hmm. to post it on YouTube and get a couple thousand likes. You, like you got to believe in yourself. A couple you gotta... thousand is really big. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. It definitely it is. Um, and I think that you know why not more? Yeah. Why not? You got to believe in yourself. If you're not going to believe in yourself, then who is? I I guarantee you, there's a lot of short films out there who they could just post it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and if they don't have a good marketing team, it'll. Like how many how many views is it gonna get? You know, it's really funny you say that because like when you say like if you're not gonna believe in yourself, then who's gonna do it? Because like the reason I said like what made you say like this could be bigger, this I can make this movie bigger or this project bigger is because like I suffer from that myself. Like sometimes I'll Mm. do something like this podcast, for instance, I'll do it and I'm like you know I'm really excited about it. Like I love it, I listen to it, it's great. But it's like okay, like. But what else? What else could you do to make it bigger? And I don't think a lot of people think that way. A lot of people like no, will look at content. their project. Yeah, you'll look at it and you're happy with what you did. Like you did great There's work. There's nothing you're happy wrong with, with that. it. Yeah, but like that. Sometimes there needs to be something in us that like clicks to be like make it bigger. Mm. And I think that it's it's remarkable that you at 21 years old <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, Thank you. like thought that and wanted to do that. And you think big of yourself, especially from someone who you said like dealt with depression. Like that's. That's like a big like deal. Yeah, no, it's just, you know, certain things happen in our lives for a reason. And I believe, you know, what happened in my life a year ago, more a little bit more than a year ago, you know, that's what pushed me. That yeah. that's what like made me just be like, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to fail. I will not fail. Yeah. And to be honest, 
not saying that this movie won't make it big because I do believe it's going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I do believe a lot of people are going to love it. You speak it into existence. Ex- exactly. You put it into the universe. And I will say that, God forbid, if this doesn't work out, let's say I nobody likes it. Let's say nobody comes to the premiere. Mm-hmm. It already It already did its job. I am the most confident I've ever felt in my life. I'm the happiest I've ever felt in my life. I love myself. I, you know, I, I love people. Yeah. I love giving back. I just, it's already done its job. Compared to where I was a year ago, where I'm at right now is just such a huge, dramatic difference. I like that. <laughs> you know? That, that makes me happy. Like, I like to hear that. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Um, truthfully, I will say also, even if no one shows up at the premiere, I, I'll be there. <laughs> but even if no one shows up, like, truthfully, like, if you didn't do this film, like, we wouldn't have met each other. Like, we wouldn't be having this conversation exactly. now. So and I that's think, what I'm saying, too, And I'm, like, really inspired by it. Like, like, this conversation right now has inspired me to do so much more with myself. Thank you, And yeah. I think other people listening to the show, which is why I want to do this show in the first place, I think they can find some inspiration, even if it's not a filmmaking filmmaking that they want to go into, like something else, like just based on some of the stuff that you've said, like people can find a way to like gravitate more toward yeah. being a better person for themselves. Yeah, and I think that, you know, just, it, you know, one, a big, big advice that I have is just change your context from why me to why not me. Because, I mean, how else are you going to get big? How else are you going to put yourself out there? Yeah. There's a lot of people out there, you know, um, famous actor, Will Smith, um, my personally my favorite actor. Okay. Um, you know, just tons of singers, artists. Um, there's tons of people out there who make it big, and people just look at them and idolize them like gods. And I'm just like, they're human beings mm-hmm. who had a drive, they had something that they loved doing, and they believed in themselves. They said, why not me? Yeah. Why not me? Why can't I be famous? Why can't I be rich? Why can't, why can't I? Yeah. And I think that a lot of what society teaches you is that, A, that the world is cruel, people suck, and <laughs> you, you know, not everyone can be famous. But change that context. You it, know? It, it is weird too that you say that too, because like now that you think, as you said, and I think about it, like there are certain people, like celebrities, that we would put like on a pedestal, and we really would put them in a, a spot where they're what they're doing is unreachable or unattainable. But right. like, that's not true. Right. Because yeah. if they were able to do it, like 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 me knowing that you made a film, that makes me think that I can make a film too. Absolutely. And I'm not yes. saying that like because I I do hate that people feel like well if this person did it I can do it too. I hate that. Like when it comes to podcasting, like everyone feels like they can do one, and I do think everybody could do one. I, I don't think there's you anything gotta wrong put with the it. Effort. It takes but, effort, but it's you got. Know? Yeah, you can't just do. You can't just say you want to do it. You have to commit yourself to it. And Absolutely, I think, it takes effort, passion. Yes, definitely. You know, figuring stuff out on your own. You know, just not being handed everything mm-hmm. to you. Because you know, what 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 value do you get when everything's handed to you? Yes. If I was handed a million dollars, would that be as uh, fulfilling as me making a million dollars, like myself through what I love doing? Yeah. You know, if someone wanted to just give me a million, I mean, don't get me wrong, I probably would take. You it. have to take <laughs> no, it. No, <laughs> but but um, if I had a choice to make my own million or someone give me a million dollars, I would totally choose I'm going to do that on my own because I want to earn it. I want to know that I deserve that. I bet people are listening to this right now like, he is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, truthfully though, I I don't know which one I would take, but if a person is like, I'll give you a million dollars, it's like, yes, I'll take it, but at the same time though, like, I know what I'll do with it. 
You know what I mean? What I oh, want to do with it. absolutely. And that's another huge thing. Like, the whole reason why I'm making this movie is for, well, one of the biggest reasons, I should say, um, is for Puerto Rico. So my goal is I want to just a, give back to Puerto Rico okay. and I want to help them rebuild after Hurricane Maria and after the earthquake that most of us didn't hear about on the news. It was a 7.2, I believe, earthquake. And nobody heard. I, and I wouldn't say nobody, but it wasn't. I, I definitely didn't. Not a lot of people know about. It. They know more about Hurricane Maria. Yeah. Um. But the earthquake, not a lot of people heard. And there's still people there who are boiling water. There's still people there who are lights and everything. And you know, those are like I. Those are my people. You know, those are. That's like my extended family. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's another thing. You know, that's another reason. Like, why not me? That's another reason why I have that in my mind. Why not me? Yeah. Who, who else is gonna do yeah. it? Yeah. It's. It's got to be me. So that's one of my purposes. That's my biggest purpose making this movie, which is another reason why I want to give some of um, the money I make off of uh, tickets at the premiere. Mm-hmm. I want to give um, some of that money to Puerto Rico. That's wow. That's amazing. So it's like really remarkable thank too, you. like that you even would think to do that or want to do that. I mean, what's the point of doing something if you're not giving back? You know. What, what I'm with you. Like, are you just gonna keep all the money for yourself right, and right, right. your family, like, and have everyone look up at you? Like, no. You know, when when I get there, when I make it big, I don't want people to look at me as, oh my god, that's Jake Mejias. Like, he's like, like some god. Mm-hmm. No, I'm gonna talk to you like a normal human being. I'm gonna be a normal human being. Right, right. You know, that's that's what I want. I want to set that example because I feel like. I think that a lot of celebrities now, especially younger ones, mm-hmm. are becoming so self-absorbed and so just not, I guess, for lack of better words, not giving back to the community, not mm-hmm. giving back to not having a greater purpose rather than living for themselves, living for their families. Like, it's not it's not that it's not noble to, you know, give back to your family or yeah, anything. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, with all that fame, all that wealth there's so much you can do with that why would you waste it on i don't know 20 people 30 people in your family you have a whole world that you can change you have a whole country that you could change there's something more that you can do with all that power Mm -hmm. you know and even those of us who who aren't the, at that level, there's still more that we could do. You know what I mean? More that we could do for like what you're exactly. saying right now. Like Anybody you're not even there, that. and you're like, I want to do something for Puerto Rico. Anybody like, can do that. I don't have to be a millionaire. I don't have to be famous to do something for Puerto Rico. And given what I'm committed to in this field, I do want to make it big, and I want to use that. I guess that notoriety mm-hmm. and you know the fame, the the my fortune. I want to use that to give back. In a much greater way. Okay. And that's just how I want to make me personally. That's how I want to make my impact. That doesn't mean everyone has to be a millionaire to give back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you mentioned before that you did acting classes. Yeah. Are you in the film as well? I am. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I am acting as this character called Nathan. Um, and let's just say he's not the nicest guy. He is your average college. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't want to say meathead, but he's just. He only cares about what teenagers and college yeah, yeah, kids yeah. care about. That's exciting, though. That's cool. So, yeah. I, I think, for me, one of the coolest things about it is when people are like, you know, I'm I'm a, an actor or I'm a director or whatever, when they're like, I put myself into this project. Like, I am, I'm the star of the project as well. I, I think that's kind of cool because it's one of those situations where it's like, you're not... 
like I feel like when we talk about society, society has this thing where they're always like, you can't put yourself out there too much. You know what I mean? Like either you're going to be the director or mm-hmm. you're going to be the actor. Like you don't see still Steven Spielberg like in his films, but it's like yeah, right. If you're an actor and you know how to direct and you want and you produce and you write, why not put yourself into it? Like exactly. you're writing characters for someone. Like why not write that character for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that for for people to do multiple things. I think I don't think there's anything like wrong with that. I agree. I don't think that there's anything. And some people just want to focus on one thing. They just want to focus on acting. They just want to focus on directing. However, me, what makes me who I am, what makes me a, this brand of mine, um, is that I am an actor. I am a director. I am, you know, I'm I'm a writer. So all these things combined makes me who I am, and that's what I want to do. I want to make movies. I want to. I, I want to act in them. I want, you know, I want to, I want people to look at me and be like, oh yeah, that's the guy who mm-hmm. um, he di- he directs, he acts, and writes his own movies. Yep. That's crazy. Like that's how I stand out. Everyone has their own way of standing out. You know what I mean? Now this part part of the show, I always ask people like, what's next? So like, we know you have the film coming out. What is next for you? <sighs> well, um, as of right now, um, so as of right now, I am about to actually go on tour. With my friend, he's actually a famous. Uh, he's a pretty famous singer. Okay. His name is Dylan Hartman. Um, if you look him up, he uh, right now he's about he's about to go on tour. He asked me to come along, and I'm going to be supporting him with anything that he needs, and at the same time, make connections. And mm. I think, and I'm going to be you know traveling the whole West Coast, um, L.A., San Francisco, uh, Houston. Watch, you know, hearing him sing, helping him out, and at the same time making all these connections. So that's something huge. I think can be, um, I, I think it'll be really good for the movie. Um, and after that, I guess I think my biggest goal is <laughs> one of my biggest goals is I want to be in a superhero movie. Okay. Um, I make, love Marvel. Or, or make one. Or <laughs> or make one exactly right. So my idea was, I want to write a script for Warner Brothers um, on um, you ever hear this uh, superhero called Beast Boy I've heard of I have heard of it yes I've yes. never read those I've never read it was anything like about Teen it, Titans but I yes yeah so what I want to do is I want to write the script for Beast Boy I want to make it a movie it'll be kind of like um, you know how Marvel did Spider-Man they like rebooted Spider-Man and all a that million, a million times <laughs> But the Tom Holland one is you got crazy admit. because now that I think about it, the the original Spider Man I think came out like early two thousands, which means there were probably like two Spider Mans done before you were even born. <laughs> two, oh my god, really? <laughs> no, it's like early two thousands Spider Man. I, I mean, I remember you know Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and then there was uh, Andrew Garfield, I believe, mm-hmm. and then now yeah. it's Tom Holland. And that Andrew Gar- Garfield one was very short lived. <laughs> it was, it was. Um, yeah, I just want to make a script pertaining to uh, Beast Boy, mm-hmm. and I want to star as Beast Boy. I think I have, first of all, I have the height for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have the uh, build for it, and I think I have the acting capabilities to really make this a uh, full-fledged character. I think it makes sense, and actually, if you guys were to Google Beast Boy, he's this the green character. Yeah, yeah, he like transforms into different animals and he, stuff like that. You guys, like, I'll... I'll um Post, when I post um, Jake, you guys will see him. I do see some similarities there. You guys actually <laughs> might be related. No, you just got to imagine me green. And... I, I can see it. <laughs> I totally can see it. Yeah. Um. So that's cool, though. Like, in the tour, like, wh- what will you be doing on the tour? Like, I know you said, like, 
getting connections and everything, but will you be like filming anything? Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about vlogging. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. you know, I, I just think it's a really good opportunity. I definitely want to thank Dylan for giving me this opportunity to be on tour with him. And yeah, like how did that happen? Like what did he just... I was just so we actually met in an acting class. Okay. So um, and we just formed a friendship. He started to come into my short films that I used to make on YouTube. Okay. He started to get bigger. Um, I started to keep doing my thing, you know, just keep my head down, do my work, and he's, act, you know, he's he's in my movie too. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say, like, have you cast him in a movie or anything? Yeah, he is. He plays the humming boy. Really? <laughs> yes, he plays the humming boy. So you know, it, it's crazy. It's just crazy how you make these connections in life, yes. and then like everything just comes together. You know, I met all these people who are in in this, most of the people, I should say, in this movie. Mm -hmm. I met them all through different circumstances and they all have like a unique ability. It's kind of like the Avengers. It's like you just meet these people and they all have like a unique ability and we just all came together and made this awesome movie. That's that's amazing. Um, Yeah, so, and also, you know, the whole thing with my movie, uh, I think what you're going to see, so it Obviously, pretty low budgeted. I mean, I'm a college student. Mm-hmm. I don't have tons of money flying around. Okay, fair. Um, but what you'll see is like, I made the most out of what I had, and it shows. Also, I I feel like it represents, you know, any future movies that I actually have money. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ten times better than this movie, and I already think this movie it's is going to be is great. That's awesome. You know, given the resources that I had, yep, awesome, and given more resources in the future off the wall the sky's the limit the sky's the limit yeah now i end every show asking people for their puzzle pieces so your puzzle piece could be like your mantra like a quote that you go by just something that you can leave like a lasting impression on people so what would your puzzle piece be change the context from why me to why not me Honestly, like when you when I asked the question, I was like, if he doesn't say why me or why not me, <laughs> I'm going to just go edit it from the other <laughs> part and put it in there because I think that should be said. That's perfect. No, I think that because that's really all it is. Yeah, like we are the world. We control our lives, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of human beings don't take responsibility for that. They don't take responsibility for okay, I I make decisions in my life. They're usually a victim or um, you know, a bystander to yes. what's going on. Mm-hmm. However, you know, taking responsibility for every action that's happened in life, it's the most empowering thing that you can do. I, I like that. That's amazing. <laughs> Super excited for you. Like I'm I can't wait to see the film. Thank you. Thank um, you. you know, when you do get bigger, I, I and you throw some auditions out there, just let me know when. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've done some acting, so I I, I really love to audition for oh, one of your films. Awesome. I think that'll be awesome. Um where can people find you? Um, uh, so you can follow me on Instagram, um, at a Jake dot um, and or spell it for uh, yeah, J A K E dot M E J I A S. Um, you could also find me on Twitter. I'm not really that prevalent on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook. I'm not that prevalent on Facebook as most of the people in this generation. Um, and yeah, so I think the best way to definitely Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. I put information out about the movie and where people can find it and everything as soon as it's like released. Mm. Super excited for you again, Jake. Thank like, you. I really appreciate it. Thank good you. Good luck, guys. The Humming Boy will be out soon. 
All right, Jake, any final words? Anybody you want to shout out or anything you want to just let the people know? Go ahead. I want to thank all the actors for committing and supporting me to get this movie done. Sonia, Tyler, Sean, Brielle, Dylan, Shadi, Bianca, Jake, and John. I love you guys. Thank you to my special effects and regular makeup artists, Allison and Gloria, as well as Desiree for helping out everywhere that they can. And big thanks and shout out to my mentor, Thomas Walton, for supporting me by getting my movie out there and becoming the producer. Room 9 is going to be a hit, man. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends. Industry Friends. Friends.